This is Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School. Covering everything we should know as adults that got glossed over in our classrooms. With your host, Wave News anchor, Don G. Thank you once again for joining me, Dawn G, for things I need to learn in life I didn't learn in school. Joining me today is Whitney Powers. It is the Garden Girl. Yes. And you got folks already calling They're you. They're already calling. Let me cut it out. I'm sorry. That's okay. There we go. You are very, very popular. That's no joke. Yes. You are very popular. Garden Girl Foods. Yes. You started in what year? Uh, we started in 2019, right in COVID. Right, I was going to say. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy because 2019, uh, you started right right there in COVID. Yes. But that did not stop you. Your popularity went through the roof. Yes, it was a time where people didn't have things. They couldn't get out, and I was at home teaching, showing people how to garden and get back outside and eat well and support local. I was doing all the things at once. So you were doing things, though, I think that we ended up finding out were extremely important. Yes. Support local, which we have learned and I'm sorry that it took something like COVID to yeah. slam the home the point that local means everything. Everything. Yeah, local means the person next door to you who has that business. Mm -hmm. Local means that there aren't as many supply chain issues. Local means that you're supporting the person at your church, your neighbor, you know, your friend, your cousin. Everybody, because we're all trying to make it. We're all trying <laughs> to make it. And local means, too, that you can just go down the street and get it. Yes, and local also means that you know where it came from. Yeah, you, you know, know where yeah, it came from. Yeah, you know where from. it came from. You know who you're supporting, and it's, it becomes really full circle. And then with you, Garden Girl, Fit Friend, uh, Garden Girl Foods, Everybody was outside. Like, I remember when the pandemic first started, I pulled up to my Lowe's in my neighborhood. I was like, what, what? in the world? It was like, because, you know, you couldn't have too many people in a store. Right. And there was a line of 200 people Waiting. in the park. I was like, something done gone crazy here. I was like, I'm not standing in this line. It was a great time to learn to garden. It was a great time to learn to garden. It was a great time to do projects at home. And then again, you were teaching us. Because for me, when I garden, I have 8 billion tomatoes mm -hmm. or 8 billion strawberries. A zucchini. I, a zucchini. <laughs> I can't eat them all. Right. And so it was just a time to where people are already excited about being outside and growing their own things. And so here I was to show them how to preserve them properly. And That's safe. a lost art. Lost art. My grandma used to do it. Mm -hmm. I still don't know how to do it. I always look at you and say, Whitney, I'm going to learn, okay? I'm going to learn. Uh, it's a lost art, number one. If you don't do it right, it can mm -hmm. make you sick. It can make you sick. Yeah. It and can. So, so you don't want to do it Yeah, wrong. so you definitely want to take the time to learn um, step by step, whether it be water bath canning, um, pressure canning, or pickling. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> All the so I'm like, uh-huh, okay, sure. <laughs> All the different things, but I teach that. So I do canning classes. I have one coming up in a couple of weeks um, where we spend all day, six or seven hours of adults learning how to 
water bath can and make our jelly, pressure can and make our vegetable soups and collard greens, and then pickle where we'll make our pickles, everything pickled. Um, I have learned that I love pickled onions. Yes, red onions. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, with a little radish in it. Mm, well, don't know. Don't put no, no radish in mine. Oh, it's so good. You really? should try. See, I don't even know if I like it or not because I've never had it. See, you don't eat, I don't eat the radish, but it, oh, does, you don't? it, it does something for it. Really? Yeah, it, it flavors the onions. So talk about your, let's, if you don't mind, let's talk about your journey, and then we want to make sure everybody knows where you are. You learned how to do all of this from who? My great-grandmother. Your great-grandmother? Yeah, so my great-grandmama canned. Uh, she canned when she was a little girl. She learned it was her job. She cooked for a lady, and that was part of her job. And she taught me the first thing I ever learned to can was blackberry jam because we have a cake at Christmas, jam cake, and that's what goes in it. So we grew the berries in the summer, we made the jam, and then at Christmas we would make the cake. And then I started to understand, I mean, I was a little girl, like five, six, or maybe younger. And as I got a little older, I started to understand, wait, we have a whole farm. I mean, my family had acres of things growing, and Grandma was canning a lot of stuff, not just jam. So she taught me. One thing at a time, I learned chow chow and beans. And oh, you just said chow chow, and a lot of people don't even know what chow chow is. Chow chow is green tomato relish. It can be red also, but it's traditionally green. It's a little spicy, a little sweet, and it has a little warm flavors like cumin, nutmeg. It's very good. It's, a, it's just a really southern relish. Okay. So this all sounds like fun and, and all of that, but you just said something to me that is is very important because we can be very wasteful yes. in this country. We can be very wasteful. But you talked about going through the process of planting and growing those berries. Mm -hmm. Then we, we make something out of it and we're yep. able to store it and keep it and then even make more things from yes. it. Talk about the importance of that and why it means so much to you. I mean, every year we throw away billions of pounds of food. That is a fact in America. And so on a local level, we do the same. Um, we ship a lot of food in, and meanwhile, there are local people throwing a lot of things out. So my goal when I started was, is, yeah, it's fun to grow it, but now what? So teaching people how to use the things that they have. You don't have to do everything. Like I grow collard greens very well. So I may grow greens and my neighbor grows tomatoes because they grow them well. And instead of having to hurry and cook them or finding a deep freezer, which you couldn't during COVID, which is part of why I had to can it, um, learning how to preserve it safely, thousands of jars of food are there. And even if you can't eat all of them, you can share them with your neighbor. There are things you can do. That in turn keeps the cost of food down. That's really the solution. It's easy as that is to use what's close to you. But it does take a little thought process, a little work. So my goal is to teach people safe gardening, safe canning, and hopefully if they just do it just three to five percent, like this is a known fact. They've done a whole statistic on this. Um, just three to five percent. If everyone could just produce that much of their own food, we would save on wasting billions of pounds of food per year. So just a little garden, a little pot, a little, a little thing, go to the farmer's market instead of at the local you know, supermarket. Just little things are important. Again, keep the cost of food down. And so uh, I, I'm a crazy gardener. <laughs> I'm crazy. Big garden, garden little garden. Uh, it's, okay, so <laughs> I don't know what you would call big. It's just in my backyard. My backyard is small. But 
like I'm a crazy gardener. 3 a.m., I might be out there garden, gardening. Why? Because I work during the day and I work a lot of hours, but I am going to garden. <laughs> and my kids say, come on, Mama. Like, you are crazy, but I have to garden when I can. And I do, I do zucchini. I make a zucchini bread where my son... My son calls me two, three times a week. Mama, I ran out of zucchini bread. Can you help me? I mean, I make zucchini bread and, and, and just all kind of things. And it's amazing just the satisfaction of, of, of making your own food. Because you can't go get. Right? It's not the same. That's what I tell people. It's not the same. And I have a friend when I make zucchini bread, like I made her pumpkin bread, and she went, okay, this is just, this will tell you where her mind. She went, well, how do you make pumpkin bread? Like, you can't make pumpkin bread at home. And I'm just like, good. That reminds me, a lady the other day said, cucumbers are pickles. And I thought, like, <laughs> wow. Like, we need to get some education up in here. Yes. She was like, I love pickles. I throw all those cucumbers away. I could have had pickles. And I thought, See, this is why I had to be the garden girl. <laughs> yes. You have grown, though, unbelievably. I have. I have. So we're in grocery stores. We're still trying to go national. So that's a, an uphill journey um, just on finding a production facility and, and getting on. But meantime, in between time, we have fully launched our nonprofit foundation called Garden Girl Gives, where we teach children and elders how to garden and how to cook, and they don't have to pay. It's a beautiful thing, so I'm pouring a lot of time into that um, this this spring and summer. And so I'm with JCPS. I'm also with Louisville Parks and Rec. You can go to any local uh, Parks and Rec Center and sign up for classes. So, and also you can go to my website to get more information, GardenGirlFoods.com. Okay, GardenGirlFoods.com. <laughs> You have classes coming up. Yes. How do we find out about your classes? Because I am going to be in can. a few. I, I'm scared to can. I really am. No, don't say that, Don. I am because if if anybody's going to do something wrong, it's going to be no, me. No, you're going to get it. Okay, I'm going to get it. You're going to get it. I'm going to get it. You're in good company. I, I think I can make jellies and jam. Can. My, uh, my mom had a, uh, what do you call, prickly pear. Oh, yes. And I made my son go out there and get all the prickly pears <laughs> off, and he was all scarred up. They're and, delicious, though. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> I made about 12 jars of prickly pear See? jam. So you, if you can do that. It took, it took like four so, days. See, so 9,500 jars burn, later, you'll be gone, You have girl. to burn the needles <laughs> off of off. the prickly pears? You could have charted on a grill. Nobody told you that. Okay, but. see, we tried that, and then it started raining, and I don't have any patience, so I wouldn't wait. I just, it's a whole thing. It's okay, but you can do it. Yeah. You can do it, but just one thing. Because I can cook. That I can do. I know you oh, can cook. I, I can see cook. you on You know I can cook. cook. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so for if we want to take classes, yes. how do we find out about your classes? So, uh, gardengrowfoods.com, classes. It'll bring up the calendar. It'll bring up each type of class, whether it be for a, a kid's cooking class, a canning class, or an adult cook and sip class. So that was a great date night thing. Cook and sip. Cook Tell and us. sip. So we cook whatever is in season, and we sip on local spirits. If oh, you nice. Want. You can skip the spirit part, but it, hey, you may as well if you, if you partake. There you go. How can we help you? I, I saw that 
Uh, are you now in one of the malls? So I, um, I done a brief pop up at Saint at Oxmore Mall. Sorry, that's what I at thought. At Oxmore Mall during Christmas time, just okay. to be more accessible. I did not stay. I just wanted to be there for it the holiday. It was a pop up. Yeah, it was yeah. a pop up. Um, but I am in Rainbow Blossom. So every Rainbow Blossom store here in Southern Indiana, please go. Um, they have all the products. I'm also in Value Market, so you can get the products there. You can order online. It's free shipping right now. Um, so order, send to a friend. Just the code is free um, to get free shipping. And yeah, we're, we're everywhere. How do we help you do what you do? You're in JCPS, you're in the Parks and Rec. How, do, how can we help you do what you do? So two things, I always need volunteers and I always need extra funds. So um, at my website, you can donate, just go to donate now. And again, that's charitable, it's all to a 501c3. You'll get a tax form back to write that off. So that's one way. And then two, you can also go to volunteer now at our website and it'll send me your information. We have meetings once a month and let everyone get all signed up and go to the kids classes, the adult classes or the elder classes. So we always need people to pitch in and help. What? What made you want to do that 501c3 part of it, that charitable part? Um, you know, when I started this, I started purely because it was COVID. I was scared and gardening and cooking and canning reminded me of my great grandmother. What it, was the scared part for you? It was I, because it was the uncertainty of is the world ending? Are we going to have any food at all? You know what? I was really afraid. And so. I started doing those things because it just reminded me of being in the kitchen with my grandmother and that kid and outside cooking, you know, that whole relationship. And so that really fueled me and that's really my passion. So I wanted to be able to give that to as many children as possible. And so I, I didn't want them to have to pay because I never had to pay to spend time with my great grandmother. So being charitable, you know, giving back, that was, that's the most important. That makes me so emotional. <laughs> well, you know, when you, when you talk about that, because those kind of things you can't pay for. You can't pay for. And yeah. even if you could, you ain't got enough money. You don't have enough money. <laughs> you don't have enough money for that. And then I, I, I think of just kind of the world we're in now and you don't have that much anymore. No, no. And you, and a lot of children, don't have their grandparents. Yeah. Um, it's so different now. And I'm not very old, but um, I have my great grandmother. That was my, this is my great grandmother we're talking about. And yeah. I still have my grandmother and I still have my mother. And so just to have generations of, you know, knowledge and getting in the kitchen and getting in the garden, that's something that you take, you learn life lessons that you're not even realizing that you're learning. Right. I couldn't get my grandchildren in the garden if I paid them. I bet, you, I bet you could. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I can remember telling my, I used to pick my grand, uh, my grandkids up every weekend, right? And they're older now. And I can remember telling my granddaughter, uh, grandma's going to pick you up at two. And she said, I have to check my schedule, grandma. You should have seen my, well, I was like, hold up. I'm your schedule. She had a play date. Let me tell you what. I was like, I'm your schedule. I see you at two. I, and I had an attitude. I had to calm it down for who she thinks she is. But they're older now, you know, and so it's just it's just hard uh, to catch them. But you said something. You had that fear. We all had fear when COVID yes. came. And do you remember going into the grocery stores and nothing? Well, you know, I went in there the other day and it was it's getting nothing. empty again. And mm -hmm. I was I was like, ease it down, you know. So one thing that people don't realize that happened, the reason I was so scared was because, um, not because the, the shelves 
fields were empty immediately. It's that farmers had no way to preserve their crops. So they were literally plowing them under um, versus harvesting them because they didn't have enough people to harvest them. They didn't, the shipping, they couldn't get them shipped out. It was a mess. So instead of they, when you plow something under, you may not get it the next season. Some things don't grow like every year. So I knew this is a mess because now we're not gonna just not have it this year. We may not have it next year or the next year as well. You know, that's the consequence of that. And it was happening all over the world. And so I knew this is gonna be a problem. So some of the supply chain issues that we see, we're gonna keep on seeing for a while because we disrupted the food chain, something terrible. So I was really afraid. And I'm not afraid now because now I grow my own. And I know I have a local support system and I have people on the same thing and on the same wavelength. So now I'm not as, as scared, but it really is a problem. Okay, so you're talking to somebody. Uh, I don't. I grow just because you know I have a show on Wave Three, and on Tuesdays we talk about gardening, and I start getting interested, and I started gardening, and now I'm so hooked on it I can't even begin to tell you. So I know nothing about gardening. I'm just beginning. That's where I find my peace. It's Honestly, it. yes, that's where I find my peace in this crazy world. I get out in my garden and God talks to me. Mm -hmm. That's sitting where I find my dirt. peace. Sitting in the dirt. Yep, sitting in the dirt, in the sun. Right. You know, it does something for your spirit. It really is it a healing does. place. It can be such a healing place. So in a time of uncertainty or a time of life crisis, which everybody is having, or I don't know anyone who's not having something going on with them. I mean... There's so many things happening. Girl flower. That, I used to have a friend that said, every time I would call her, she had a super green thumb, and I would complain, you know, and I'm thinking she's listening to me. And after a while, she'll say, got any new succulents? Do you know I kill succulents? <laughs> you do. I do. And everybody goes, you can't kill succulents. You can't. Oh, no, you definitely can't. Right? I kill all of them because, you know, my house is old, and it's not very bright. And yeah, they don't have yeah, sun. I, I think I overwater them or. Yep. Uh, me too. I don't know. I don't grow flowers. I grow food. I tell everyone I, that I, that's, I can't grow flowers. Well, we, we need <laughs> the food. Okay. So all of the things that, that you have now, your line consists, do you still have the juices? Cause you make some. Yes. Like so, some juices that are we just We got like, some things. So we have, so our grocery line um, consists of 37 products. Um, 27 of them are staples, 10 are seasonal, so they rotate out. We have juices, um, we have breads and cakes, so we have quite a few things. Um, we have our food truck, which is called Brunch Babes. Brunch Babes soft opening is tomorrow. <gasps> it's so exciting. Um, the location of that is going to be at 13th and Muhammad Ali at the Louisville Central Community Center from 8 to 3. Okay, and this is going to run for a while, so yes. I'm not sure what date you might be listening to this, so give the date of the soft opening of it's the food tomorrow. truck. tomorrow. What is tomorrow? Which is, uh, today is, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have know a what clue. day it is, Don. I don't either. <laughs> Uh, it is like the 27th Seventh? of it's, January yes, is today. It's the last okay. Saturday of January. Okay, there you there go. go. So the last Saturday. That's our soft opening, um, Brunch Babes. And again, that is a concept that will fuel Garden Girl Gives. So we're coming up with all types of fundraising things to fuel Gives. Um, and so the Brunch Babes will run 
Um, what else are we doing? Our classes, we're always doing those. I'm building a new garden at the Portland Community Center. It's a two-acre garden. Oh, wow. So I told you before, I need volunteers all the time if you want. Go to the website, sign up, and help us build a new garden for the, for the kids. And you just... and you, you never know what else is going to happen. You never do you know. Have, do you have any more dreams that are in your head that you want to come? So, you know, I say all the time, when I was little, I said I was going to be the black Martha Stewart. That was my thing. I'm real, 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 real close. Um, I'm somewhere between Campbell Soup Company and Martha Stewart, somewhere <laughs> in between. So, no, but in the next year, we do want to build our own production facility. Um, we want to launch our canned food products around the world. And I also have the only black organic baby food in the world, garden baby food. So we're striking that up as well. So it's my, it's my goal and my mission to get that love from the ground, in the jar, on the shelf to as many people as we can. So I'm working on it. Did you ever think when you started in 2019 that this is where it was going to go? Girl, Auntie Dom, no. I was, I was shook. I was like, I made all these jars, and my husband was like, you fill it up my basement. This is in the way. Go sell some now. And I thought to myself, okay, I'll just put a price on it. No one will pay. No one will pay me $9 for jelly. That's in my head. And we sold thousands of every jar I had. I didn't have none for me. And I just, I never thought that doing, I never thought so many people needed the same thing I needed. Yeah. You know, so many people needed dirt and sun therapy. I didn't, I didn't think that. I didn't mm -hmm. think so many people would enjoy grandmama's jelly. But <laughs> when you have something that comes from the ground, into that jar and so much love and attention has mm -hmm. paid to it and it's not been rolled through chemicals and preservatives and all of that like it's good it's good it's and you can tell the difference yes you you can tell someone took care with this yeah and so you know and my hand touches every jar i tell people that no matter yeah. how many thousands Last year we did 10,000 jars. This year we want to do 15. I touch them all mm -hmm. from the product that goes in it to the label on the outside. And it's just something about that. You can taste the difference. You can taste this is with love. How proud are you? Oh my gosh. This is my, I tell people I'm so crazy over it because Garden Girl has been like an ant carrying the Cheerio. And I'm the ant and Garden Girl is the Cheerio. Um, and I'm so small, but I'm gonna get this Cheerio across this floor one way or the other. But you have people, I see your family. Yes, that's, in the, that's there. the rest I of the ants. I see your family in there. <laughs> They're the other ants. They're yeah. getting the rest of the Cheerios. I just got this big one, this, this one. But I'm so proud of it because it is my family legacy um, from farming and growing and building and entrepreneurship. That's, that's our background. That's what we do. I'm just the one that took something that the world sees and this community loves. And I'm so grateful. How did you learn to do this though? How, like you have a business. <laughs> like a brand. Like you have a brand. You have like a business. Like I see you do that. And I have ideas all the time and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. How, do you know, how, did you, how did you learn to do that? God spoke to me and he told me this is what you'll have and because i know what i'll have i know what i have to do and that sounds crazy to a lot of people but when you've already see, seen the end 
then it's easier to work through the process. And so people are, have been placed in my life as I go along. Um, Chanel Wells Henderson, she's my photographer. She took the picture that put me on the front of USA Today. Oh, wow. Um, when you have, you know, people that are connected in their purpose, it comes across. And so. Like, uh, like I could never do my own books. Like, I don't even balance my checkbook. So, you well, know, I met people, yeah. you know, I met local bookkeepers that were like, girl, let me help you. And I was like, thank you. Uh -huh. I don't do everything. Yeah. I have a network of aunts <laughs> that we all work in our purpose. You know, my mother is great. She's a kitchen person. She knows how to all these caterings that we take on. She just That's another and, thing because you cater. <laughs> we cater. Yeah. That was our business before Garden Girl. So that hasn't stopped Penelope Party. So, you know. She's gonna keep our health score at 100 and keep our kitchen clean and keep people where they're supposed to be. And daddy and my husband keep things fixed. And my brother moves heavy things, which is everything. Um, you know, and my staff, Miss, Miss T and Jasmine, they're great cooks. They, they know, I can just tell them, y'all make some kind of sauce. And I was like, okay, what kind of pear? Okay, all right. People just work in their purpose. And that is the God sent part to what I do. Um, I just, I'm working in my purpose and somehow or another I get connected to people that I need right when I need them. It's, it's so funny. This is the craziest thing. I was at a breakfast mm -hmm. with you. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. I was at a breakfast and um, my sons and I were supposed to be going to see Hamilton. Yes. One of my sons didn't want to go. Does that make sense to you? No, it still doesn't. But Somebody was grateful that he did. Right? And, my, and I was like, son, I bought you a ticket to Hamilton. He was like, mom, they're going to be singing. I'm like, you want to hear the singing? I don't. <laughs> I was like, you do and you are going. And then I thought, I'm not going to fight with him. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. <laughs> That's not what he wanted to do. And one of your people, staff, one of your staff, Davey, he was so sweet. We had so much fun with him. He was like, wow, I'll probably never get to see Hamilton. I said, yes, you will. Yes, you will you, will you, I said, what are you doing after this? And he was like, what? Can I, I go? Said, yeah. And I said, will you be off in time? He made it just in time. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They were running. It was like, Whitney. Ms. Downs said, I can come see him. So and he make did. It? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get you there, honey. Yeah. Let's go. I'm he came running in just in time. And he and my son and that young man, we had the best time. And when it was over, he just looked at me and he said, thank you so much. And we hugged. And I hope he's well. Davey's doing well. Davey's working for the Omni now. Oh, He's not wonderful. working at Garden Girl, but okay. Dave, I've known Davey for years. He's a good young man. He's a very good young man, very hardworking and passionate good. about whatever he does. And I was so grateful for you for taking him to Hamilton because that's something that he, he loves theater. I, and, and he I didn't loves know that. theater. And I mean, that's, that's my I friend. Didn't. See, that's the way the world <laughs> works. We get connected as we should get connected. Did we forget anything? I don't think so. Just garden girls everywhere. So if you see me, support me. If you don't see me, let it resonate in the back of your heart and support me anyway. Um, find us, you know. All right. And again, you need volunteers because you have a 501c3. Yes, Garden Girl Gives. So we're accepting donations and volunteers. That is my main thing. And get my products at Rainbow Blossom and Value Market. All right. And give your website one more time, please. Uh, GardenGrowFoods.com. All right. And that is where you can give. That is where you can uh, learn how to volunteer for all of the initiatives that she has. Whitney, 
I am so proud of you. Thank you. I know you got a mama, but I'm just (laughs) as proud, and I need to tell you that I am so proud of you. Thank you you so much. So proud of you. Just know that you can can, because I'm going to learn. Know that you can have your own business. Know that you can have your own dream things you need to learn in life that maybe you didn't learn in school. And I hope you'll join me again. Thank you for listening.